0: Welcome to the Australian Early Finance Briefing for Friday, the 30th of October. My name's Nick here in Melbourne. Starting with the big news out of Sydney late yesterday, AMP, it's looking like a res management corporation from the US, from California, is looking to buy the whole of AMP, not even bits. There's been lots of rumours about AMP getting broken up and various bits sold off to various companies. No, this is just one big purchase. Apparently, they've been in the data room at AMP for over two weeks. Doing due diligence. Ares has partnered with Morgan Stanley to do that due diligence. AMP is being advised by Credit Suisse and Goldman. Now it's looking like yeah, they will bid over $5 billion for the business, which in its current market cap is about 4.4, so well over 10% premium there. It's great news for AMP shareholders, including myself. Moving to East Coast gas supplies now, as we've mentioned previous. Times that the east coast is looking like will be facing a gas shortage in the next five or so years. This is due to the sort of the declining output from the Bass Strait gas and oil fields, which have sort of, supplied most of eastern Australia for many decades now. This project there to extend their life. There's also the Narrabri gas project in New South Wales that Santos is doing to sort of you know replace this lost supply. However, most of the other projects being proposed in the industry are, are import terminals from seaborn gas, probably most likely coming by, by a ship from the Northwest Shelf of Western Australia. And Twiggy Forrest, Andrew Forrest has announced that he is expecting the New South Wales government to give the green light to his Port Kembla project, and that it could even start as soon as before the end of this year, with first supplies being delivered by late 2022. So certainly you know this sort of project is something that's very rapidly deployable, far quicker than say a new gas project at Narrabri or gas pipelines, those sorts of things. So promising news there for, for that project. In terms of the other import terminals that are being proposed, there's, the, there's, the, there's a new castle development in New South Wales by a South Korean company, then there's also two in Victoria. We've got the AGL project at Crib Point, which is facing a lot of opposition on environmental grounds. And then there's a Beaver Energy Hub in Geelong. Then the fifth project nationally is Advanced Energy in South Australia. So it looks like Twiggy will sort of beat, beat all these others and um Get project up and running very soon. Leading to the ANZ AGM yesterday, they came out with some really great sounding announcements that will help the banks that have improved environmental credentials and work towards the, the Paris Climate Agreement targets that not meet them. It's copped a lot of backlash from the National Party, but also it hasn't won huge praise from the environmental movement. Certainly looking at, at, the, at the plan that they're going to It seems like it's largely greenwashing and lots of sort of caveats and loopholes and vague non-quantitative targets. So for example, they're going to immediately stop lending to new customers that derive more than 10% of their revenue from thermal coal. So new customers, that doesn't mean the existing ones, dare I say most businesses in Australia would have relationships with most of the big four banks. Therefore, would that mean they're not a new customer? Probably would. In addition, they're going to demand that these companies reduce their revenue from thermal coal to 25% of total revenue by 2030. With declining thermal coal prices, coal miners are probably going to get a declining proportion of their revenue from thermal coal. So maybe not that profound there. Then they go on to say they'll engage with existing customers to seek specific and time-bound and public diversification strategies. Okay, what does that really mean? They go on to say they will only finance gas and renewable energy projects after 2030. The bank will also only finance new construction projects if buildings meet energy efficiency criteria, dare I say, most. Buildings have to meet that criteria due to regulation now anyway. So it, it sounds good and certainly you know, something they they can't be criticized for at least trying, but it does seem like it's very yeah, very caveated, very vague, and maybe not really achieved all that much. And moving to the markets now, the US has opened up mixed, NASDAQ's open flat whilst the Russell's down about 1%. There seems to be generally a risk of trade globally. With the surging coronavirus numbers, particularly in Europe and also the U.S. with their third wave, coming up here in Australia, you have the private sector credit numbers coming out for the quarter. That's your update for Friday. Have a great day. <music>